Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. Way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Oh my God, you came back. What? I cannot believe this. Uh, second episode, we're into the second week revisiting the diary that I kept in um, 1989, my first year of radio. Uh, just to get you into the context of when we're around, uh, musically, Fleetwood Mac, Bros, Cliff Richard and Bon Jovi all had new singles making their chart debut this week in 89. Uh, something called a Game Boy is still four months away from being unveiled by Nintendo in Japan, and Australians won't get their hands on one until 1990. And instead of mobile phones full of selfies, if you wanted to take a photo... You had to make sure you had a, a camera and a roll of film and you wouldn't know what the pictures would look like until you uh, actually got them developed at one of those one-hour photo lab places. We was totes analogue, babes. Uh, coming up, I'm going to do some manual labour and obviously find a reason to get shitty about it. I'll chew through more 80s culinary highlights, including making a chop sh- you, which someone will refuse to eat, which is just patently rude. Uh, how could they? Uh, plus, I'm going to try a new cuisine I've never experienced and scoff a true 70s dinner classic. I'll also get another pay packet and make more grandiose assumptions around how important I am to others without any actual proof whatsoever. So, uh, let's get into it with this week's guest. Who is that? 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 Who is this? Who is that? It's my friend Retina Wooler. Hello, Retina. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very excited. I should tell everyone listening, or the person listening, uh, that you have been the one that's been championing this for years and telling me, will you just do something with it? <laughs> I know. I'm an Aries, so I usually do things before I've even decided to do them. But I'm learning to be patient. You've helped me. Not everybody does them at the same pace. And it is your diary. Yeah. It is, I mean, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's been You're a... opening up your prepubescence to the world. Yeah. Or your pubescence. And I was so arrogant and annoying that I actually hate the version of me that was 19. So I'm sort of trying to get above that and go, wow, you're such a judgmental <laughs> little asshole, weren't you? <laughs> Finding your inner child. Yeah, I just feel sorry for all the people I clocked in here that I've said awful things about. That's going to come up uh, and I'm just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. 
But like I said at 19, I stand by what I say because your feelings at the time are your feelings. They look weird when you look back on them. You've paid for a lot of therapy to come to that conclusion, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, damn straight. Uh, now, before we get stuck into it, of course, last week um, I had my parents on. There's no point in me asking them how they met me because they birthed me, or at least my mum did, and Dad was there for it. Uh, so I am going to ask anyone else that comes on, how did we meet? And my meeting of you was... One of my favourite stories. Um, I was working in Perth as a, um, a hot 30 DJ, Bad Boy Ben, with the Vixen of the Vibes Claire, and um, I had lots of disposable income because that's how radio worked in the 90s. And I uh, walked into this little store called Pierucci that sold some Swish clothes. Mm-hmm. And how did in you just. Perth, dis- you were a personality. I was a personality, Dolls. Um, and how did you describe what you did to my wallet? I rinsed you. Yeah. I saw you and just thought, cha-ching, I'm going to rinse this bloke. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly where he works. I can hear it. I used to listen to the Top 40, so I knew. Yeah. I knew. And then um, I just thought, you need a new suit yeah. and shoes yeah. and a tie. And I actually and bought, I reckon I bought two pairs of shoes, two suits and a couple of ties. And I probably wore them all maybe once or twice. I think my line, which you should get every guy to close the purchase, is if you don't get laid in this, come back and bring this suit back to me. <laughs> Can we get a refund? Yeah, and I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you played okay. that. You told me about your, how your house had been burgled. and um, The night before, that's yeah. right. And you finished the um, sales with, I'm going to be your new best friend. And I was like, okay, I'm fully down for that. <laughs> <laughs> what an absolute twist. God, I'm glad I don't have my diary because approaching friendships like that well, embarrassing. It's, it's you hilarious. Rid that, of me though. Yeah, exactly. And it's hilarious that I was down for it totally. Like, just sell me something. And, <laughs> oh my God, you're my new best friend. <laughs> Which this diary has confirmed. <laughs> just say hello to me, and suddenly I want you to be my best mate. <laughs> Not clingy at all. <laughs> All right, so should we get stuck into this? Yes, please. All right, we're going to take in uh, January 15 to begin with. It's a, uh, a Sunday. Better day today. Did the midday till 6pm shift today. It was nice to go home while it was still light. Had Chinese. Yeah. E.g. honeyed prawns and fried rice for tea tonight. It's not actually Chinese, babe. No, well... <laughs> Fried rice is kind of Chinese. <laughs> Honeyed prawns, it sort of says, oh, what are we going to give these Europeans? Marnie like... Chan wouldn't agree with that. No. Nothing. And there would have been, would it's like, no. 1989, so there would have been no spice in that as well. They probably didn't even have garlic. Uh, wrote a couple of letters today. Oh, write a couple of letters. There you go. I'll post them tomorrow. Well, this is it. Nothing else to say. See ya. Eventful day. It was a day of rest. Praise be to Jesus, all that sort of thing. I think thing. you're just really sticking to the fact that you're going to just write every day. <laughs> yeah. Which like, is actually quite meditative and pretty disciplined, actually. Yeah. I feel like some of the details, like, I went home between 2.30 and 3, is kind of like <laughs> I'm in witness protection or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not how Bridget Jones does it, is it? <laughs> Apparently not. No. <Nah. laughs> all right. Let's do uh, January 16. It's a Monday, and this was written at 2.18 a.m. Good God, it's early, ain't it? The problem is, I'm not tired. I'm listening to 6pm on Relay via our station. Um, for anyone listening, what used to happen at midnight, our country station in Carrathia, you'd flick a switch 
and it would send a satellite feed of the um, AM station in Perth at that stage, which was 6pm, around um, the regional areas. That then became PMFM, where I eventually ended up as Bad Boy Ben. Weird. Well, I know. Circle of life. Well, I did the six till midnight shift tonight. Linda rang up at roughly 2.30 to 3 at work. It was great to speak to her. Of course, Linda. Best, oh, love Linda. Best friend from school. Everyone needs a Linda. Exactly. Lou is the bomb and she will be appearing in upcoming episodes. I did three commercials today. Cindy's boyfriend, Colin, said I could use his bike whenever I wanted, which is good. Apparently, I used to do exercise. (laughs) I rang Dad, then Mum. Great to speak to them once again. Oh, and Nana Stella rang up. Oh, bless my Nana Stella. At around 8.30, which was excellent. I put her on hold while I went on air, so she got to listen to me too. Today, I made... Oh, hang on, it's food. Today, I made a chop casserole. Which was really nice. Glenn, the other radio announcer, didn't eat any because he doesn't like vegetables. (laughs) That's such an 80s thing. It was just carrots, potatoes, peas. Nah, I don't eat veggies, mate. Vegetables? Get nodded. Uh, Oh, well, I thought it was great. Got letters today from Nana, two from Mum, and one from Nicole. I love that I've been there for less than a week and a half. I've had about 30 letters from my (laughs) mum. Oh, well, I suppose I better go to sleep now. See ya, 2.24am. Nothing else to add. So he closed the entry with the time as well. Yeah, so that I can say, oh, look, it took me six minutes to fill out this page. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Writing. All right, let's take in uh, Tuesday, the 17th at 12.33am, this entry. Well, what do you, what do you want, eh? I'm on a personal high tonight. (laughs) Uh, I'm pressing this button. <laughs> yeah, you are a cockhead. And I should say, uh, E-R is spelt E-Y-Y-Y-A-A-H-H. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but Make but it a hashtag, I was, I was kids. thinking, um, it was the era of she goes, she goes, she goes, she just goes. Things just weren't funny then. Oh, yeah, Kylie Moe. she repeated things. Yeah. Or she just said things in a weird way. Like Cowabunga. Oh, yeah. Well, funny. Bart Simpson, but we thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Maybe it's because they're words we didn't recognise then. Yeah. Could have taken off. It should. Let's hashtag it now. <laughs> e, three Ys, <laughs> two A's and a two H's. <laughs> uh, so what did I do today, you may well ask? Well, go on, ask. <laughs> uh, they put two exclamation marks after the ask too. Okay, I'll tell you. Six till midnight again. I've just got home. The shift was great. Now, I've got two days off work. I plan to go get my hair cut and find some things that I need. Do some shopping and all that jazz. Oh, I'm so (laughs) non-committal. I'm just doing all that jazz, guys. <laughs> so funky. I'm so 89. It should be good. I love that I'm preempting my all that jazz day going to be good. Well, that's it. I want to write a letter to Nicole, which is my cousin, um, because she sent me a card yesterday and I can feel the vibes coming through the card telling me she's very depressed. So I'd better mm. write. She misses me so much, more than she realises, but my feelings are the same. <laughs> you arrogant twat. See ya, 12.40am. Nicole's? surviving she's not thriving yeah without you yeah i think she was better off without me (laughs) 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 Uh, 
All right, let's take in Wednesday, January 18 at 12.41am. Oh, look out, I'm Bridget. It starts with, Dear Diary. Is that how Bridget does hers? (laughs) Anyway, Dear Diary, today was wonderful. Why? Well, I had the day off, didn't I? I went shopping with Cindy. We bought all the food for the house. It came to about $99. (laughs) What the hell? Oh, my God. How many people did you live with? There would have been... Four at that stage, I reckon. Three or four. 99 bucks. For, for a, a week? week's worth of shopping, yeah. Definitely a week. I bought some brie, <laughs> I some chalk milk, and uh, Mrs. Max, and it came to 60 bucks last time I was home. Right. I was like, what on earth is happening here? <laughs> That's normal. That's totes normal. <laughs> Inflation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't got my hair cut yet. Maybe tomorrow. I mowed the front lawn today. It was bloody awful. I was covered in red dust from head to foot. We ate the last of the chopped stew tonight, or at least I did, because I can't see Glenn working his way around the vegetables. That's it for tonight. <laughs> see ya, 12.44am. And for anyone that's never been to the northwest of WA, so beautiful, but lots of red dust, bright red dust. When you go to Broome, it's like red rocks, red dust all the way to the beach. Then it's crystal white sand and beautiful blue ocean. But yeah, growing grass, I don't know why they bothered. I've got to say, you do a lot of cooking for the household. Someone well, of 19. Fortunately, my mum and dad were mad keen on their kids learning how to cook. I think my mum had a terrible mum for cooking, so she was determined to teach us uh, how to cook. So, yeah, we can all we can whip up a meal and a chop stew. probably wasn't much takeaway there either. Oh, my God. There was oh, no, there was no, like, Hungry Jacks, <laughs> McDonald's, KFC. Do you know, we actually used to, this will do your head in, we used to drive, I think it's two, two and a half hours to Port Hedland, because once a week, someone would fly up with buckets of KFC chicken and they would then sell off, you know, one piece of chicken for, I don't know, maybe $5 at that stage. It was highway robbery. But you would ro- you would drive up there just hoping that there'd be some old KFC in their Bay Marie. <laughs> oh, that's a business model. Isn't right it? Right there. <laughs> All right. Third, well. party, third party takeaway. <laughs> yeah. Mmm. Chicken that's been flown up in a box on a plane and then reheated in a bay marie. <laughs> that's at least $5 a piece. <laughs> ah, rural. Uh, let's take in uh, Thursday, January 19, 12.26am. G'day. Well, today was busy. I've written a whole heap of letters. There you go. Other than that, I just sat in front of the television and did stuff all, which is pretty much the story of my life. Uh, Cindy brought home my pay packet today. This time it had $377 in it, which is $100 more than last time. Weird. I love that I have no concept whatsoever of what my pay is meant to be, how much I'm meant to be getting paid. Get some money. I'm just like, weird. What's going on there? Do you get paid by the hour or what? Uh, I think, I reckon we made an agreement. Um, it was a salary and then you just, yeah, you just get paid weekly. You get the little yellow envelope with all your money in it and you, you'd either grab it yourself or someone would bring it home for you. There's a lot of trust going Question. on those days. Yes. At 19, I'm still kind of still kind of shocked that at 19 you're in the middle of the bloody outback. Right. But how did you apply for this um, whole hoo-ha? Oh, Cindy, who I work with here, she got a job up there and then when they were looking for someone, she messaged me, messaged me. She sent me, no, she called me on a phone, on a rotary phone. (laughs) I was talking like she SMSed me. Um, She called me on a rotary phone at my home number and left a message for me on the answering machine saying, there's a job going here, you should send a tape up, gave me all the details. 
and I did. And I think it was like two or three months before I got any word back that I got it. And I remember my parents telling me I had the job and I didn't even know where the place was I was going to. I didn't remember that I applied for the job. I was like, what do you mean I'm going to Karatha? Oh, yeah. And where is that? <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's $100 more than last time, but who's complaining? Also, got a note from Neville saying Kerry rang for me, which was ultra annoying because I missed her. Glenn, Colin and I went to Los Amigos for tea tonight. It's Mexican. It was rather nice. We took some to Sydney after we'd eaten. I reckon it's probably loosely Mexican. <laughs> then we just sat at home and listened to tapes. Glenn told me tonight that our lease expires on Monday, which could mean we have to move out. If we do, that'll piss me off considering I mowed the front lawn the other day. Oh, well. See ya, 12.33am. I love that we potentially could be homeless, but my issue is that... Is anyone going to pay me for mowing the lawn? <laughs> It is genius, though. Your little flog. <laughs> where's Karatha? Yeah, where's Karatha? I have to mow the lawn. How dare you? <laughs> I've got a blister. All right, <laughs> it's January uh, the 20th. It's a Friday, 2.14am. Ooh, it's a late one. Back to work today. But who's complaining? Clearly you are complaining. <laughs> Got into work too and found my clip chockers with stuff. They had these um, clips that were bolted to the wall that they'd put all your mail and any ads you had to do or work you had to do. Um, I had four commercials to write, a letter from Kerry and cards from Mum and Norma. Mum, another one. <laughs> it's just like every day. Can't stop writing. Do you miss me yet? Do you miss me yet? Uh, got stressed today. I love that I wrote stress, not stressed with an ED, just got stressed. Like I went to the shop and said, there's a bag oh. of stress. I'll buy some of that. <laughs> Got stressed got today. Stressed today. Yeah, I got it. Okay. <laughs> Had to get four commercials done by six so they could be copy checked, which is where you ring the client and get them to listen and make sure they're all right. Anyway, I only finished two. The others will have to be done on Sunday, I suppose. Shift from six till midnight went very nicely. Glenn bought over some apricot chicken. Oh, yuck. Yeah, which he had made up. It was great. Really nice. When I got home, we watched Rage on ABC until 2 when Glenn went to bed. And I've just come in to go to bed too. See ya, 2.18am. I love that Rage has been going for that long. Oh, so good. I actually really miss it. Yeah, I bet. I can't Retina stream lives in, it or anything. Yeah, she lives in Amsterdam, so watching Rage is not possible. ABC, if you're listening. I'm that hasn't actually, that format hasn't gone elsewhere because every touring band that would do a, uh, when they yeah. do a guest program, and it's just all their favourite video clips, but it's the most genius thing. Yeah, and they talk about what they love about the videos and, yeah. Um, MTV right. sort of tried it and then they went, no, let's get reality TV happening. Ugh. <laughs> let's film pregnant teenagers in, yeah. in fuck, fuck nowhere. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Thanks, MTV. We don't want you anymore. <laughs> uh, and here's our final entry. It's Saturday, January 21, 12.03 a.m. Went into work at 10.30 this morning so as to see how JD's trading post is run. Very interesting. From 11 till midday, 6KA open their phones on air and people can ring up and sell, swap, give away or buy things. For an entire hour, the phones don't stop ringing. Anyway, oh. uh, yeah, nightmare. We'll talk about that in a sec. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, after that, I did the midday to 6pm shift. It went well. Oh, well, I've got to do Take 40 Australia tomorrow, which will be interesting. See ya. 12.08am. It won't be interesting because all you have to do is put the tape of Take 40 Australia on the machine and press play. But JD's <laughs> Trading Post, 
I'm pretty sure it was JD's video. They were like the video store in Caratha. And they sponsored. Oh, JD Hi-Fi, maybe. No, JD with a D, not like a B, JD. Oh, not a B. But they were JD's. I'm sure they were a video store. And Trading Post was like, you would sit there with the phone and it would be connected through the desk in the studio. And you're by yourself pressing the buttons on the phone, putting them to wear. And then while that person talks, you have to clearly write down everything they say. So if it's a an outboard motor, um, $200 ONO and all that sort of stuff, you write all that down plus their phone number, which was at that stage their home number. And then at the end of the shift, after you've taken an hour of these nonstop phone calls of people ringing up, trying to hock stuff and giving away their home phone numbers, you had to go to the front of the building where the reception area was. And no. Yes, and sticky tape the pieces of paper to the glass because then anyone that missed the deal or didn't manage to write down the phone number while they were listening could then drive to the radio station and get the what? number off the window. It's so weird. Hideous. <laughs> Like, it's you, so bad. So you're an on-air secretary, basically. Yeah, and can you imagine doing that now, an hour of people just ringing up saying, listen, I've got an old genomia I want to get rid of. Oh, Beryl, that sounds lovely. How much would you like to sell it for? It was all of that. What were the abbreviations? Oh, no, that, I had to think of that. That's or, or nearest, or nearest offer. offer. So in other words, you don't have to pay 200 bucks. I'll take 150 It's just like LOL, really. <laughs> yeah, it was the first version of that. <laughs> Anyway, it was hectic. I should mention that once I got a pink slip warning from hosting that show because someone had a really good deal on a boat and I said, shit, that's a good offer. And apparently saying shit in 1989 was a reason for you to get your first warning. You do it again, you'll lose your job. (laughs) No way, red carded. I know. Now, well, you probably can't say shit anyway. Everyone's, I've got kids in cars. We didn't have to worry about that then. Why? People just didn't seem to care back in the 80s that their kids were in the car. Now... Yeah, you could swear back then. Yeah. 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 It was the 80s. No one really cared about anything. As long as your kids weren't dead, they were happy. I don't know where they are, but I'm happy. (laughs) Now my friends um, have to put money in a jar when they swear in front of their kids. Yeah. It was never like that. All right. Rats, thank you so much for taking time out and doing this for me. Of course. I've actually really enjoyed it. Me too. We'll have to get you back on for another episode. There's still so many to go. Is it just the whole year that you've got then? Yeah. So 50 episodes in total because there's two weeks where I was on holidays and I just wrote holidays in every page. (laughs) Holidays, 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 holidays. I can't wait for um, that podcast episode. (laughs) I might get everyone on for that one. Holidays. Guess what, guys? Holidays. Guess what, guys? Holidays. All right, <laughs> enough. Okay, love you lots. Thank love you, you so lots. much for Thank um, you. inviting me. Take it away. I don't I know shall. how to close a radio show. I've never done this before. You don't have so. to. I just mute you, pull your oh. fader down and get rid of you. Thank you so much, Rets. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I should say uh, thank you again, Rhett. Um, In the next episode, will I still hold on to lawnmower resentment? And is that the first and only mention of Apricot Chicken will encounter? And will my actual radio career feature more prominently in upcoming episodes? Because it seems pretty much background and an afterthought right now. Uh, once again, I also want to try and help amplify Indigenous voices in every episode by promoting a First Nation artist or business. And this time, it's Trading Black, uh, and that's B-L-A-K, drop the C, 
They uh, fight against cultural exploitation by bringing together a collection of Aboriginal business owners, and they're sort of reclaiming the space from companies who exploit Indigenous culture. So you can make sure that you're giving back to the community and you're not lining the pockets of uh, opportunists. You can find them on Instagram under Trading Black B-L-A-K. A thanks, of course, to the enigmatic... DJ Dirtbag for the 1989 theme tune. We are dropping an episode every Monday and Friday. I finally worked this out and decided. Uh, you can follow us online too at 1989 on Instagram and Twitter. Please do the subscribe and review thing because that apparently helps. I will see you next week on the next episode. In the meantime though, love you from here. Check it out to see you. Bye.